Okay, so hello everyone and welcome. Uh, I am Nick Choi and this is our, I don't know which installment of our SDA podcast. Welcome. Um, I don't know why they've chosen me as the uh, moderator, but I'll, I'll do my best today. I, um, I put together stuff that I thought was interesting and I tried to use a model that I thought was good for me, which Arthur did. But um, uh, quick, intro. quick intros. Uh, and then should I, should I kick off? I can kick off and then we can do this quick intro. Yeah, yeah. Right, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So um, as far as the Guardians, I think you guys know much more than me. And again, they picked the person who's who's you know definitely knows the least about comic books and stuff. But uh, <laughs> so we here said, I go. We said we're covering Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two today, right? Volume Two, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. So the second installment of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I put together a few. Uh, slides here, which I guess don't show with the podcast, but Guardians of the Galaxy for me. So the stuff that is here is stuff that I thought. Let me know if you guys think it's important. You guys might know it already, but the original I was a big fan of. Uh, the second movie came out, and I was really excited to see it. Uh, one of the things I wanted to know off the bat was was this original storyline? Because the things I never know about the movies when they come out is just part of the original storyline. So um, I found out, of course, no, it's it's not. Um, was this uh, Star Lord's father? In the comics and all that, no, it wasn't. The real father was someone named uh, Jason. One second, before you continue, before you continue, yeah. Do you see the top of your deck? You can't even spell Guardians Vault too correctly. Come on. Oh, <laughs> Good thing it's not showing. Oh man! I told you I did this rush in the back of the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. Hey, go full screen. Encouragement. Oh, full screen. <laughs> what are you looking at? What are you talking about? <laughs> So uh, what I like what Arthur was is gave us a little history about about the comic book stuff like that. So he was like in the movie he was uh, uh, he crash land on Earth. He um, gets no Meredith Quill, Peter Quill's mother. Uh, he gets her pregnant and leaves. Doesn't know he has a son. Uh, later, find it's revealed that he's the king of Spartax. I guess is what they said. And um, he was that similar to the movie plot is that he does later try to reunite with his son. He does kind of try to kill off his friends, and he doesn't want his son to come and work with him. Mm-hmm. Um, that that character, Jason, uh, there was originally a character in 2000, Prince Jason of Spartax, was supposed to be the original character. 2004, Peter Quill was introduced, and I guess it created some continuity problems. So in 2013, they released, or they created King Jason of Spartax to be the definitive father of Peter Quill. Um, and then they had this, like, I don't know what they, they retconned, and they had two separate uh, realities. There's like Earth 616 and Earth 791. Oh. So in this reality, he's the definitive father of Star Wars. I didn't know that. And so this is... So yes! This, this yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Does Guardians of the Galaxy, is it having its own run in the comics? Or, or, or there is, there is multiple books. Okay, going on now, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I need to create an 616 is the prime Marvel Universe. That's the one part I know. That's the mainline continuity. Okay. Yeah, everything else. Um, and so in volume two, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, this is what I found interesting. The, uh, creator of the Star-Lord character, Steve Englehart, he said this about, cause he created Star-Lord and he left Marvel, I guess. He said, I conceived him as something very large. Uh, my hero would go from being an unpleasant introverted jerk to being the most cosmic being in the universe. And I tied into the then new interest in astrology. But after his Earthbound beginnings, after he created him, uh, to where I, I established him as an unpleasant, introverted jerk. I left Marvel, so no one ever got to see what he would become. Oh, but what was interesting, I thought, was that in this movie, they kind of follow that. They, he does almost become like a cosmic being and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of went almost to the creator's original wishes. 
Uh, and then, of course, in this movie, the real uh, or the father that they portrayed as Ego, right, who first appeared in Thor 132, uh, created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby, I put that in for you, Arthur, because wow. he was uh, one of the co-creators of Captain America. Man. I know about, no longer find him the most boring. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, Ego was played by, um, you know, Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in the comics, he absorbs planets and vessels and all this kind of stuff. And then he, uh, uh, this this planet of the Regalian, because they're worried he's going to absorb the planets. So they get Thor to help them. Thor defeats Ego. Ego's kind of down on himself. Then uh, Galactus tries to, I guess, uh, take e- Ego. And Ego gets Thor to help him. And they, they fight off Galactus. I, I was like, oh, Galactus, I know that character from... The Fantastic Four, so I just thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, he's created by Kirby uh, during their kind of like his own space age, like he had a thing for right? uh, astrology and space, and they created the Kree, same, that same period after Galactus, the Kree, the colonizers, and Planet Ego. Kurt Russell, I've liked him ever since he was in Tombstone, and he slapped Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. He's been a big fan of him, so if you could pick anyone to play a planet named Ego, pick Kurt Russell. Okay. New York. That's about all I had. That's a great movie. I know, I know. We'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then that was it for, for what I had for the kind of brief history and things I found interesting about uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice job. Um, yeah. Somebody but uh, maybe we'll go around and introduce ourselves. Uh, I'll start. let Ronald kind of kick it off. All right. Yeah. So uh, I'm Ronald. Um, been around uh, Marvel uh, for... You know, a good a good amount now, but honestly, I do not know much about the Guardians of the Galaxy. I have not read any of the Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy comics. Haven't read any of the um, you know uh, tertiary comics related to any of the Guardians of the Galaxy characters either. So I'm coming in completely fresh into the world of uh, Guardians through, through these movies. Okay, Kai. Uh, hello, my name is Kai, the uh, youngest in the podcast. Oh, okay. Try to keep it short. And, uh, <laughs> same as Ronald, I don't have any exposure to Guardians outside of the movies. Probably the only group in the uh, whole MCU that I have the least information on. So just a long story. Arthur? Okay, so Arthur Wu, um, resident comic book nerd. Um, actually, I'm not as familiar with the Guardians um, as I am with other stuff. I'm familiar with the current team that they kind of rebooted in 2008. Um, I've actually back some old issues of the previous team, like is a total incarnation from like the 60s or 70s. Um, so a lot of this is new to me also, but um, yeah, um, enjoying it. Okay. Yeah. Right on, Doc Wynn and I don't know anything about the Guardian Code in the movies. I've seen them in random Marvel cartoons here and there, and they're generally unnoteworthy mm-hmm. there. So this has a lot more character and personality. Um, but but I, I only know them from I have no background at all, so I'm generally taking an information from comic book movies. So mm-hmm. Even one, two, and all the above. Yep. Yeah. Everything you said was new to me. Yeah. 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 Everything. And, and they are getting, they're quite hot in the books right now, currently. It's like new books, right? Yeah, Guardians has been very so, hot. So. How long is, have they, has uh, Guardians been running their book for a long time? Or so they rebooted in 2008 with their current incarnation with people coming in and out. So it's almost close to ten years. I mean, it no. doesn't feel like yes. It feels like yesterday. But they've been, they've been really hot the past, obviously, four years. Uh, obviously, based on what Nick was was you know educating us about, there has been some tie-ins with Guardians into the 
some more mainline yeah. Marvel characters like Galactus and things, and things like that. But has it, have they ever done like really? I mean, all, I'm, I'm I'm betting they've done at least one or two issues where they've done crossovers with like the other X Men or other yeah. Iron Man heroes. But have they done extended runs where they've crossed over? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they've done some crossovers. Um, the original team was is actually a future team. They've done some time travel stories. This current team, Incarnation, has done a bunch of crossovers. Okay. To keep cool. it short. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we have to. Oh, and Anthony Vu. Uh, Anthony Vu, you guys know me. Let's go to the reviews. What's <laughs> 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 the start? Uh, I'm suggesting we should start with the youngest this time. All right. Yeah. Oh, really? We've got yeah, plenty of time. Right. <laughs> we have a lot of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> we'll let Kai go. We should, do, we should always start with someone and then he picks the next guy. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. that's, okay. that. oh, that's a good yeah. idea. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so um, there's a lot of big debate about whether or not people like the first versus the second. And going into it, I heard a lot of mixed reviews. I can now understand why there were so many mixed reviews, because I am also of the mixed variety. I've struggled with understanding what parts I liked that I didn't like, and it's hard to talk about what I did or didn't like about the movie. And I think ultimately the decision was actually like the first one better than the second one. Um, and so one of the big reasons why uh, I didn't like it was because you the, the first movie was great because of its novelty. You had these cast characters that kind of, they, they poked out a little bit for each one. And then for this movie, they decided to, of course, naturally expand on them. And so when you expand, you hopefully, you know, you're not going to love every character, but you're hopefully going to love some of them. Uh, I ended up not really developing any further feelings for any of them. And so when we talk about some of the character development that occurred in the movie, we, the, the, one of the big glaring things that I guess I'll come to mind is the, the immediate drop off from the end of the movie, the first one, into the beginning of the second one regarding Yondu's stature during the film. Yep. That to me was a very jarring experience because near the end of the film, he is kind of top dog in his mercenary world and he's just angry that Star-Lord has bested him. But then suddenly we do a 180 in the beginning of this film and he's an outcast and a total loser and is now at the bottom of the barrel with potential mutinies coming about. And so I'm sitting here going, what the hell happened between Guardians 1 and Guardians 2? And then, of course, by the end of the movie, you realize that they're trying to shoehorn, to me, shoehorn this kind of, like, late-game father-son you know, son relationship that was, like, hinted at in the first movie, right? You get in the first movie, but you kind of take it at face value because you're like, yeah, you know, the Star-Lord was in a shitty situation, you pick them up, whatever. But the whole time, like, not just the relationship between him and Yondu, but also the relationship between Gamora and uh, Nebula... And then, um, what's it called? Uh, Groot and, and actually, uh, the, uh, Rocket and, yeah. Rocket and Yondu. All of them were just so on the nose, like in your face, like here we are trying to really develop this, this, this relationship. And to me, it just felt really flat because it just, it was a little bit too disingenuous. Do we know if they, uh, had the second movie planned out when they made the first, or did they write the second and try to? He play wrote play? parts of in, I, in the research. He wrote parts those storylines, the Yonder storyline and yeah. stuff. He wrote that before he wrote uh, the first movie. Okay, so those were known entities, and they did draw as backstory. I don't know if some, he to do a second, some yeah. right, but yeah. not necessary. So like, there's there's obviously Gamora, the Gamora Nebula relationship pulls from the comics. It's not really elaborated upon, but 
Oh, the you know. scriptwriter guy. He wrote that right. storyline. And and you can always tell from the first movie that the Yondu Star Lord relationship was something that was a little bit planned. Now, when it comes into the, they're bringing the actual father, Star Lord's father, into the movie, that's when you make some adjustments. And to me, I felt the delivery was a little bit weak. Now, to be fair, as cheesy as it was, I liked how it ended. I was fine with Yondu's heroic finish of saving Star Lord, but still. It just felt kind of flat, and part of it I want to blame to how jarring it was in the beginning of the movie, but also how awful Ego was as a character to me. I really did not like Ego as a villain in this movie, and it was because it was so just blaringly generic, right? This is a this is like another Dormammu as meek hero, a living planet, the opportunity to introduce a cosmic level being, and they just. Degenerated him back to some other like evil galaxy villain, who for some reason, having lived millions of years, easily gets defeated by a brain bomb. And I'm just like, what? Like, I just feel like they wrote this movie and really struggled to figure out how are we gonna kill this guy. And they're like, you know what? He's totally just gonna not see a bomb get attached to his brain coming at all. Yeah, I, I really felt I felt like he was not nearly as powerful as he. Should have been. No, it was it was it was ridiculous, you know. And then, as a side note, I'm laughing at like the 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 clever but convenient PowerPoint presentation he had in his own like. Home yeah, home yeah, home yeah, home yeah, home. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. You mean the egg things? Yeah, yeah. The storytelling. The storytelling. You were really bothered me about that. Just graphics were really poor. I mean, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Not only that. Not only that. Was 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 I? I thought it was like a projection where it was like you know temporarily there. But later on, they walk through it again. It's a permanent display. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, I, a permanent fixture. I mean, but the, the guy's name is Ego. Yeah. I, I also think I hear I'm in the I might be in the minority here, but I also think like he's had to tell that story over thousands and thousands and thousands of times that he just made permanent fixtures, right? Because every kid of his, uh-huh. he's had to like walk them through this story about how whatever the the whole history and. It's, uh, I get how people would think, oh my God, I can't believe you actually have like physical, whatever, physical presentation of your history. But I also get like, if he's, you know, he's lived a million years, whatever, and he's told the story over and over why he would have something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little fuzzy on how he actually handled the other offspring because they kind of rushed through that, that plot twist like really quickly. Yeah. Um, but, and it's a little thing anyway. I just thought it was hilarious. Mm. You know, you can take it however you want. I took it as just like a little bit lazy, a little bit creative, but a little bit lazy that they did it that way. But that wasn't a big issue. He was just a, a giant generic baddie that to me didn't add anything to the universe. I'm very surprised at how much I agree with Kai. A lot of these points. Did they have a similar scene in number one? How much in agreement with Kai? What's going on? Yeah. Did they have a similar scene in number one when they were going through like the gems, the Infinity what? Stones? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, they had a few like flashes to showing some titans and some celestials, according to Arthur, like demonstrating the gems' powers in what in the what first movie. When did they do that? When the that's when they were yeah when the collector yeah, was explaining did. the Infinity oh, Stones. Yeah. yeah, and they had the little that kind like of fit into that collector yeah. Story. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, I felt was more fitting. I felt more natural than. You know, these like convention like 
<laughs> so, but anyway, that's besides the point. And so to me, the the forced character stories, like it was so obvious, like watching them pepper in Rocket, you're a real asshole. And I'm just like, do we really have to say that? Like for the audience? I'm like, we've known he's an asshole from the first movie, but what? Suddenly you guys are offended now? And then I was like, oh, now you guys are just literally leading into him having some sort of, you know, powwow with Yandu saying, look, we're both lonely assholes. And, <laughs> but there are things that we care about. And I was like, come on, man. It's just like, it's just so, it just, it just felt so forced. Um, and maybe not, I don't know, kind of unnecessary. Like the only thing that I probably really enjoyed in terms of interactions, even though some people criticized it, was, um, the, the interactions between Mantis and Drax. Like, I get Drax that laugh a lot, mm-hmm. and it might be a little bit too much, but even those interactions, I was like, oh, that was the comic, comedic relief to me. Yeah. Watching those two talk. Yeah. Because Star-Lord's over here, you know, pissing and moaning about Gamora versus his dad. Gamora's got to deal with, like, two-year-old Nebula here <laughs> complaining about, sister, you're always abusing me. And then, you know, you got Rocket <laughs> and Yondu crying over each other because they're, you know, lonely assholes. And then, you know, Groot's over there in the corner doing this cute thing. So you're, like, sitting there like, man, who do I even look to for comedic relief anymore? And it ended up having to be Jackson and Mantis. So to me, at the end of the day, I, I felt that this was either a stagnation in, in the group because I, I'm i not really looking forward to Nebula on her on her tray to, to, to kill Thanos. I know it's just a nice setup for Infinity Gauntlet. Um, you know, Star Lord, sure. Well, now he doesn't have his power apparently, right? Because he's killed Ego, so he's at zero. Nothing really happened to him besides, I guess, having his his late stage father die for him. Does he still retain some of his power? No. I mean, that would that would be that would be a cheat, I think, if he had to keep his power and go and go with the Avengers to fight. Yeah, yeah. They said so. They said at the end he didn't keep his power. Like he's his. Even uh, Kurt Russell says like, if you kill me or whatever, you lose everything. Right, yeah. Because which makes sense because you don't want him. It, it, it changes the character, then. Yeah. But his power is mainly that he's invincible, essentially, right? Well, he has he, he has invincible. He just has cosmic level powers. Yeah, so he's supposed to be immortal too. Yeah, right, immortal exactly. Yeah, yeah. you have cosmic yeah. level. But he got blown by a bomb. I thought that was only when he's on the planet, but like when he's away from that, that he had some other powers. I'm sure you can extend it, but you know you, you don't grant that kind of level of power to somebody because no. that changes the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Yeah, and so and and then and then Rocket, Rocket's still Rocket, Groot is still Groot. So to me, I just like I felt like nothing changed in my opinion, and so that that's why I was just like, this is either a stagnation of the of the group, or it actually to me is a downgrade because you allow our opportunity to do some some setup for Infinity Gauntlet. Um, I did laugh at the the Sovereign group; that was pretty funny, mm-hmm. uh, but that, that was about it. So. Those are my general it sentiments. It sounds like you hated the movie. I didn't hate it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're supposed yeah. to talk about good and bad, so I just heard a lot of bad. So, so if you guys want to do scores as we go around, I'll hold it to the end. You can hold it to the end. Okay. 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 So I, I, I would say it's okay. Cool. All right. You pick the next person. I'm gonna pick Ronald. All right. Oh. Man, uh, I agree with you, Nick. And Kai has said <laughs> so many <laughs> things that right? I agree with. See, the, the main things that stick that, that, that are trademarked to me for Guardians of the Galaxy, at least from the first one, is... You saw first, too. One, it's humor. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw opening weekend, and so it's yeah, been a little while. Well, one, is it's humor and it's irreverence, and two, is it's relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, 
because so many of those relationships changed, I feel like the movie just it, it felt yeah, so. You're typing like, in the uh, recording. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you already talked about a bunch of the issues with relationships, but I'll, I'll my I had a big, big issue with uh, Nebula and uh, well, sorry, what was Gamora. Gamora, right? I mean, she went. They went from killing each other to just besties. Yeah, to just <laughs> yeah. having sisters that were yeah. misunderstanding each other so quickly that yeah. I was like. Hold up, what happened? Like they were killed, they're shooting each other, she flies all the way across the galaxy and she's yeah. like, I just want a sister. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? 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 I laughed out loud in the theater when yeah. she said that line. I was like, I think I'm no way. I was like, oh. Yeah. Uh, there was that, and, and, I, and I'm a sucker for like father, uh, son, and father, daughter, uh, relationships in movies, and I felt like they could have done so much more between, uh, Ego and, and Peter Quill. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just felt like there there could have been a huge emotional um, peak right there, but I, I didn't. Really, I never really felt like they, they got there. When when Peter Quill rejected him, Ego went from good to to like evil so quickly. He just turned. Well, actually, on him. let me counterexample that. So I'm actually okay with that because mm-hmm. the the reality is that Ego and Peter Quill have never seen each other, or talked to each other yeah. at all. Right, and so to me, the emotional buildup shouldn't be there. Hmm. Now, right now, to I, I would switch that over and say, you know what, the emotional relationship between him and Yondu sure. should have been bigger. Yeah, because they have the history. Because they set him up as, you but, know what, you're the you're my father. Adopted father, yeah. Right, and that's where it should have been more more. I I did not feel like though I, I didn't understand how they tried to twist that Yondu to. Peter uh, and Peter Quill relationship where it was it's like, they look back on it. It's like, oh, actually, he wasn't so bad. You know, yeah, what I mean? it's like, like, like oh, beat me. Yeah. 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 So that, that's part of the on the nose thing, right? Yeah. yeah, they're just like they're just really disrespecting their audience. I have to agree. It was like in the yeah. first one, it was kind of subtle. There was like something there, even though yeah. it wasn't real yeah. or like whatever. Yeah. But this one, they kind of just shoved it in your yeah. face, like, yeah, he's not your daddy, boy. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Come on, you ain't go there. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and 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 the other thing that I think some people will disagree with me on is um, Groot. I actually did not like how much they have used Groot how much they did it? as yeah. like the cute action figure that they're going to sell. Yeah. Like the yes. entire like, the first five minutes of the movie, like it, it started out pretty funny when he was the whole yep. dancing scene. Yeah, I was like, wait, 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 hold on. Are they going to go to another four or five minutes of this? Like really? So that was <laughs> that opening action scene with Groot dancing. That was pretty much my sentiment for the whole movie. It started with something good, and then they just went too much. Yeah, they too kept far. it up yeah. for too Yeah, they long. dragged it. They dragged it out too much. They like, dragged yeah. it out with all their jokes, with all their like things. They did too many. Of, I feel like they. That's my opinion. I think they yeah, went too no, I mean, too too much of cute group. Like you too know, much I, I actually don't like it when they try to make cute things go on for too long. Like I, I didn't like the minion movies. I mean, you know what I mean? Like they make one cute thing from one movie. Like, hey, these guys are really cute. All right, now let's do five movies about yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> they double down. Yeah. Well, I'm just oh, waiting for it. Though. It is. That's well, true. And, that's and, which is why it's forgivable. Which is why it's forgivable. Yeah. Why are they, you know, doing cute group for five minutes in a, in an adult movie? Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, kids watch this movie too. But so, they're not the main demographic. Yeah. Yeah. I got tired of it. Just a side note, there was an adult in there with a kid, like he had like a five-year-old son or something, he had to take him out crying in the middle of the movie. Wow. He got scared at some point. Yeah, yeah. I think when they were killing yeah. all people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he was like, killed yeah. a thousand people in a ship. <laughs> too, so that's not, sure. that's, you know, so it's not totally foreign to them. No, of course yeah, not. But, but right. I still think they overdid it. Though. Yeah. Okay. As an adult, I've, I've, I've got tired of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it comes down to you know, ego didn't really feel like a a real threat. You know, in the end, uh, you know, he should have been so powerful, and I just felt like he could have posed a bit larger threat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I did like parts of the movie. You know, there were uh, certain scenes that were really fun and, um, you know, they had some good action scenes, but overall was not moved by the movie. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick? Yeah, okay. I'll go. I have notes as well. No, he, not, he needs notes. I do need notes. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what, I, I, the same thing, I agree with a lot, almost a lot of what Kai said. Um, they took a lot of the stuff that's like, recorded, like the, the uh, <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> Not just like the, with the jokes, I felt like, uh, cause I'll go along with what Ron said, almost yeah. exact same sentiment. I wasn't, I, it, I liked some of the action scenes, it had some good parts, but a lot of it I felt like they did overpour. Cause like almost every serious scene, you're like, okay, you know they're gonna crack a joke at it. Yeah. Like, you know, like building up serious dialogue, and then you're like, Okay, but I know the joke's coming, and it, and it would come, and you're like, ah, oh, it's, it's too it, predictable. It modulates from serious to funny way too often, too, too much quickly. to yeah. make it. Po- I, I felt like it was the Avengers, uh, like the Age of Ultron, where they try to make Iron Man too quippy. Like every single scene, yeah. he has to have like uh, a, a like a one liner. I felt like they tried to do that too much. It's also like I think it was like just too predictable. Like I think you, in, in the Gardens I, one, they put it in the right spots, and they were like like genuinely funny lines, but. I think this one, they, they just, you can see it coming from a mile away, right? Like, you just, oh, yeah. probably something coming here. Like, the one that was the most for me was like when the, uh, not Gamora, but the sister, Nebula, Nebula is like leaving and the guy's like, what are you going to do now? And she goes off into that long rant about how she's going to kill her dad. You're like, yeah. he's like, oh, I thought you were going to buy something nice for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so everything I liked about the first one, I feel like the cut, cause the first one was really fresh yeah. and really funny and it was really different. And I, this one, I feel like they kind of lost on a lot of it. They went against what they were originally good for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even like the lines, I think we were talking about this, but like that one line they kind of stole from Fast and the Furious where he's like, we're not friends, we're family. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, come on, man. I love it. So a lot of the stuff I felt like was the opposite. The first one was so like original. This one was so like not derivative, original. Yeah. Derivative. Yeah, very derivative. Yeah, the storyline between the sisters, that tells us. Oh, man. Hey, another example of staying on the jokes for too well. Did anybody find the taser face joke funny? Uh, that, yeah, that, that went on for way much. too long too. Oh, where he's like, yeah, making fun of his name, the taser yeah, face. Yeah, uh, Quick side note: Amy long. Harlan had just way walked into long. the meeting. <laughs> um, I'll go on real quickly. Is Anthony Vu on there? Anthony Vu is on. You want to say hi to Anthony Vu? Hey, oh, Anna. what's up? Oh. oh my God, you just ruined the podcast. <laughs> it's fine. What's up? I haven't seen hey. you in so long. You look SDA now. Uh, Do you miss well. me? It's okay. Say yes. Oh. Guest, guest <laughs> appearance in our in our podcast for those Special out there. Guest. Amy Harlan has arrived. That's right. Another oi oi oi. Okay, we'll go back to it. All right. The taker <laughs> scene went on way too long. <laughs> Did you yes. watch Guardians of the Galaxy too? Did you watch Volume Two? No. No, no she didn't. No, get out. She's oh, rude. <laughs> no. Go, get out. Will <laughs> <laughs> uh, be on my plane tomorrow. Oh no. Yeah, actually, if it is, watch it and let us know what you think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Cross your fingers. Okay. Other things I hated. Enjoy. 
Uh, you hated? I thought the character was generic too. I, I like Kurt Russell. I think he's good. <laughs> but I thought the character was really generic. Yeah, and you just you like you can see he's coming. He's gonna be a bad guy. I did like the Drax. I had like some of the jokes, the raccoon and Drax, like where he's like pet him, pet him, pet him, yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. But I think there was way too many that didn't land. So they had a, a huge volume, but only a few landed for me. Yeah, um, I do think that Drax had the funniest lines. He did. He's yeah. Yeah. overall. Uh, even so those could have been better too. And see if you agree with me, but Anthony Blue, but I think the uh, the character, what's her name? The girl with antennas? Mantis. Looked like Liza. Side note, okay, anyways, I'll go on. Uh, I hated the Stallone character. I was like, oh, dude, I, I just, I couldn't understand. I was in a theater and it was like surrounds up. I couldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. He was mumbling like right. all his lines. I was like, what? I knew his name was important, but I couldn't hear his name. I couldn't hear what he was saying. Like, I knew so this what? guy's important. He's like facial edema. What was like, his name? Movie. I don't know. It's a... Uh, I know he said it. I know his comic book name. Okay, yeah. Starhawk. Oh, okay. He's like an overlord. He, well, of he's he's from. Well, I'll I'll, I'll share that. All right, okay. go ahead. Okay. Um, and then uh, the other thing that I thought was I actually agree with Kai. Like, even though I was like I didn't enjoy the movie that much, the end kind of brought it back for me. I liked the last mm-hmm. scene. It kind of redeemed the movie for me. I know I don't know why. I just had a feeling. I liked the music too. In the last scene, I was like, hmm, this was okay. Mm-hmm. So the last scene for me kind of brought it back together, but brought me back on board with it. I got kind of lost. I kind of like found myself kind of drifting out of like not mm-hmm. being connected with the movie yeah. at points, and then the end kind of brought it back for me. Well, which know. last scene? Which the the funeral scene. Yeah, the funeral for for him. Scene for oh, Yondu. Yeah. oh yes, the, the yeah. fireworks part. Yeah, the fireworks part. I don't know why I was just uh, I was even those kind but of all the scavengers came. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. the scavengers came. Scavengers. Yeah. 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 Ravagers. Ravagers. Um. But yeah, that was it for me. Again, similar. I, I was, I didn't find it as good as the first one. I thought it was okay. It had some redeeming parts to it. Good action and a few jokes that landed and stuff. But overall, it was kind of okay for me. But, uh, actually, I'll go to Anthony. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, let me see. I have some notes here. Um, so I might be the minority in this. I, and, and usually I agree with Ronald. I actually, enjoyed this movie um oh. i uh there's a lot of reasons um and i i understand why i understand why people have been a bit you know hard on this movie uh i think it's very hard to make a sequel that's so i, I don't know how to say because like the first one is so like groundbreaking it's just totally yeah, different they right. have music they had like the f- funny jokes. They had the really interesting characters, right. and you're gonna compare this one to that one. And if they don't, if you don't do it better than that one, if you don't do everything better than that one, then you're kind of seeing like, oh, it's not as good. And so I think it, it it was just hard. It's just hard to make a sequel. I'm not to say not to say like they, they couldn't have done better, right? Um, but I felt like uh, this was the most connected sequel. Uh, of any of the other Marvel movies, um, only because this felt, and this is different. To me, this is not like your Winter Soldier to Captain America 1 or Iron Man 2 to Iron Man 1. This felt like an, a second episode of a TV show to, uh, yeah, to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and so because of that, things, you know, there isn't a big grand new storyline um, uh, it was more of a maturation of the characters. And this is supposed to happen only like three months after Guardians 1, right? And I, I sort of, 
I felt like that it was like only it was a very short time between the first and second one. Um, so I think I enjoy the movie mostly just because I enjoy the characters. Uh, I agree with you guys. I feel like the jokes fell fl fell flat. Uh, a lot of them did. I felt like they did too many of them. Um, I felt like uh, the villain. There's good and bad. I think I I really like that they tried to. Like, when I originally heard that Ego was going to be the villain, I was like, how are they going to do this? This is, like, so difficult to do a planet, a celestial. And I'm glad they went for it. Uh, I don't think they hit it. <laughs> I think the villain was sort of... Uh, it became a, a creating your own rules thing towards the end of the movie where you had to... They just started to create rules. Like, he had a brain. They had to go blow it up. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of... It didn't hit for me. Um... But, I mean, at least they tried to do something bigger, uh, and, and it, it was pretty difficult to do. Um, what else did I like? Uh, I don't know. I, You know, when I compare it to, like, Doctor Strange, because I think that was the last Marvel movie, I, mm -hmm. I enjoy it better than, I enjoy it more than Doctor Strange. Um, wow. <laughs> sorry, Dad. Sorry with your 9.3 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm or whatever. What? That's, that's man. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, uh, what else did I say? I felt like, yeah, things were, were a bit forced with some of the relationships, but I, there's a lot of questions that I had from the first one that I, I felt were, were answered here. Like, some of them were like, how come uh, Yandu at the end of the first one, he smiled when he got that troll? And I was like, I thought he was going to be pissed off, you know, that he didn't have the, the stone. Um, also, like, what, what happened with Gamora? Like, we barely got to see her in the first one, and I feel like there was a lot more of her in this one. Same thing with the whole the father thing. Uh, you, you, can, I, you can tell that a lot of this stuff was written out when James Gunn was writing that first movie. Like, he knew where it was going to end, and uh, I, I, appreciated, I appreciated that. Um, what else? Uh, I don't think the soundtrack was as good as the first one. Again, we're comparing first movie to second movie. I think they use a lot more uh, obscure tracks on the second the second film. Um, uh, let me see what else. Um, I really love the Mary Poppins joke. Like I don't know, <laughs> but I did not see that coming, and I was like, maybe because just the way he was standing too, and the way he said it, it was. It, I mean, I, I got a good laugh out of that. Yeah. Um, Poppins cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I was gonna say, this, this, the line in Guardians of the Galaxy two about you know I'm your daddy is way better than Logan's fucking. Uh, <laughs> Daddy! Daddy, you know what? I'll, I'll no. get on board with that. I, was not, I Like you, I was not a fan of the Logan Daddy line. Yeah, but Michael Rooker's, you know, he's like, I'm your daddy. Like, it, it, it's more, way more convincing. Um, anyways, overall, enjoyed it. Didn't like it as first uh, uh, as much as the first movie. Um, but I just kind of, I enjoy hanging out with this with this group of characters. Damn, I don't even know who this is I, on the you phone. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who nice, are nice. you? He's the reverse Hulk. 
Yeah. Nice, uh, I wanted to ask all you guys one thing because one of the things I thought there was too many of also just like the group I felt like there was too many end credit scenes there was like something like five I was like what? Oh, yeah. another one another one yeah. was that just do you guys think there was too many as I, Marvel fans I, 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 I kind of thought of it as like a, like a like a joke another <laughs> joke right not, oh, not, yeah. a bunch of them were not really serious there was only one that was yeah. really important yeah. only yes. one was important the, uh, the other four were kind of like I think there was yeah. two that was that was important. Was it Watcher? Maybe Go- three. I would say three. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. The other ones were more for fun. There was only one that was really really important. No, uh, there were two that were. Which ones? Well, Mentioned one that was really important, and then another one that. We talk about it now. Yeah, yeah. All right. So wait, are we talking about it now or what? No, 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 no. no, no. We'll, we'll let's go to the next, next person. Are you actually? Are you all? Oh yeah, so let's go. Let's go to Dad next. So, um, actually, I'm glad you had a slightly different opinion. I thought you guys ever watched um, American Idol. (laughs) So, beginning American Idol, everybody like rags on um, Simon Cowell. Simon because he has got sort of outward appearance, but as the show goes on. Y'all sort of start to take on his personality, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little concerned that we might end up that way. <laughs> uh, so within the setting, I think we're, we're going to be okay. Good. Yeah. But, you know, in, in terms of this movie, I think it, um, I, I kind of equated a little bit to like The Matrix 2 and 3, where uh, they said, oh, everybody loved that movie. Let's see what we can do to take the things they love and then multiply it times 10. Yeah. And ruin it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, like, there were some good actions, good fights, there's a lot of jokes, but the, the overall volume, the balance, I think, was lost um, yeah. in this. Um, you know, I hear what you say about um, it being a, I think, Anthony, you were saying how it's like seeing an episode in a TV show. The problem is it's not a TV series. We're not going to get the opportunity to develop it in a way where you can sort of take that slow growth and momentum. So have changes like you do in Civil War, Captain America series, I think is a little more appropriate for movies, especially with limited contracts and, and, and um aging of the characters, right? And how long it takes to do something to the next. Um, I'm not taking away from what you felt, but I think that's that's kind of the problem with us judging it as a movie, right? Um, that's why I liked it, though, because it wasn't it wasn't just your sequel. Like, if it was a different way of doing a sequel to me uh, compared to the other ones. If I knew I was going to get more volume, I probably would have given that one a pass. Yeah. Right? That's, that's kind of how I see it. Now, in terms of the whole family thing, you know, I'll draw another comparison. I felt like it was Scooby-Doo, where everybody, when they break up, they had to pair up with somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the, the yeah, whole, you know, my relationship with you and everybody had to have a relationship with somebody was just nuts. To the point where I was like, hey, man, spread it over the the, the, um, the, the life of the franchise. Don't, don't burn it all here. <laughs> I mean, the movie ended up feeling really heavy-handed. Like, they went in room and said, all right, this movie's going to be about family. And everything you do is going to have to revolve around, <laughs> yes. right? And that's yes. really what this movie's going to be about. And I felt, um, you know, I, I largely agreed with, you know, Kai, you, because maybe because you said it first, but a lot of the personality turns where you think it's heading in one direction, but really it turns out to be another, were too abrupt, were too sharp. They were too, um, um, not so much out of nowhere per se, but but they, I, I like movies that lead into things where, where, it's almost like they weren't trying to see they really went along the way and they kind of did that, but it was still too forced. Yes, too fast and too forced. Um, Ego definitely was a generic Marvel villain. Um, the way they defeat the bad guys is the same almost in every Marvel movie where there's one thing that just destroys everything and it's too simple. 
Um, there was no blue light in the sky this time. True. <laughs> True. But at the same time, it, it's it's a, still a Marvel weakness in my opinion. Yep. It's a typical Marvel weakness. Yep. Um, where you enjoy the main characters and start seeing their development, what they do. But the bad guys, um, either they need to stop killing them, lock them down in a more difficult way, um, or something. But I, I do think they need to get better than that. Yep. Cross my fingers to get Doctor Doom because he can't exist in the Marvel Universe without a fantastic warrior. Sure. But anyway, um, the movie felt heavy-handed to me. I did overall enjoy it. I felt the jokes hit and miss, but volume was overall too big. Um, I actually thought the plot developed really slowly, personally. Yeah. You know, at some point you can see Eagle's going to head where he was, but at the same time it just happened so slow. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was halfway through the movie, and I wasn't sure how were they going to build the evilness of the world. <laughs> I also felt like the execution of, of certain ideas weren't done very well. Like if they're Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. when Eagle started to take over and quote unquote take over the galaxy, they should have did a better job of showing how how um, how bad that situation was. So is that is that a problem? Uh, if if you watch a movie halfway through, you don't know where it's gonna go. Depends on how it turns out. I think that the um, the reveal wasn't strong enough to say it was worth the wait. Yeah, I agree. Okay? So that that was a problem that I had overall. I think that this this story, this plot looks good on paper. I just thought the execution could have been way, way, way better. Right? Um, but yeah, I think that, that more or less sums up what I had. Um, the one thing I'll say about, I, I complained a lot of these things to my wife, and she, she told me a few things that put some things in perspective. <laughs> Such as um, Gamora and um, Nebula, but how they fought and how why would um, Gamora um, allow that situation to even exist? And she's just talking about how hey maybe they're just kids and and she said hey I don't want what's happening to Nebula to happen to me so yeah. I'm gonna keep winning. I don't want him to rip out my eye and put it something if I'm not good enough. I don't know, but there are some perspectives that you really have to read into mm-hmm. to enjoy better, and I think that's actually a flaw of the movie. Mm-hmm. Right, where you have to create narratives that weren't there. Okay. Um, end of the day, I did have a good time. I wasn't entertained the entire time, um, mm-hmm. but I liked it more than I did like it. Yeah. And I'll leave it at that to the result. All right. All right. Wow. Begin home. This is funny. Um, I find myself agreeing with Anthony a little bit. <laughs> what? That's not surprising. No, no we, we actually debate. Uh, we actually disagree on a lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, however, there's a lot of caveats to that. So Anthony had a lot of good points about the overall stuff. Though I will agree with you, Kai, about the the execution of killing this the character. And now I don't know how you get around that, but I'll agree. Like, yeah, it's a little too simplistic. Yeah, I agree. That was pretty. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it didn't bother me some of the stuff you said about presenting a story, and I'm like, okay, I I, I get your point. I understand that. It just didn't bother me about, okay, this is how I'm going to tell the story to my kid. I actually thought it was kind of funny. It's a, it's just a way to tell the, the, the non-fan or the, the new person. This is kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of take that as not, for some people who don't like or connect with sci-fi, it's just a way to explain those kind of concepts. It didn't bother me. Uh, so it didn't bother me too much. Uh, and then I use that test to sort of like, someone like my wife who doesn't like sci-fi. It's not that she hates it. But she just it doesn't connect with it. So unless there's a way to connect or explain something to her to, to allow her to enjoy it, um, then she'll never watch a science fiction or a, a something that you know a movie that takes place in space. So to me, that was just a way to 
maybe ease somebody in who doesn't maybe appreciate space drama or, or sci-fi. Now, you can debate how hard, you know, whether that was done good or bad, but I took it that, okay, that's just their way of doing it, and I didn't really have a problem with that. Um, I appreciate that they used ego. I'm like, okay, they're actually using a cosmic level bad guy um, who is, you know, trying to absorb the whole universe. They showed the Earth, you know, getting enveloped with some stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, Earth's in trouble. Now, Part of me is like, are they going to show the Avengers? Nah, <laughs> that's too much. That's too much overhead. Yeah, that would be that would, that would be way too much overhead, right? Because it, it costs uh, too much, actually. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. So I'm like, okay, I'm glad that they're starting to show consequences in the galaxy. I'm like, okay, you have a villain that is now directly affecting the rest of the universe directly. I'm like, okay, that is a cosmic level villain that is doing something at a totally different level than alien beings, right? He's absorbing the galaxy because he feels like he needs to you know, do what he does. So I'm like, okay. Um, and I was impressed with the fact that, okay, they actually showed his face. I'm like, okay, if you're going to show ego, you got to show his face at least. So they showed his face. I'm like, okay, that at least looks like ego, the living planet, because in Dormammu, it didn't look anything like the comic, yeah. right? And you have the great opportunity, you've already built the goodwill, and you didn't show Dormammu, you sort of showed the generic face that was um, built off of, um, what's his name? Cumberbatch. Yeah. He actually did the motion, motion capture for that. Yeah. I don't even know what Dormammu's going Well, he's kind of like this guy with a flaming, flaming. head. Like um, oh, sort of yeah. like Ghost Alia. Oh, you know the Marvel versus Capcom game? Yeah, he's, exactly. in, there. he's in there. Yeah. 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 He's kind of like Ghost Rider-ish, but oh, to me, I'm like... He's trench coat, right? Yeah, I mean, his of, clothes can change, okay. but you got to at least have his flaming head. So, for me, it's like, okay, if you're going to go with a character, I, I would hope that you're going to go make him look like it. So, and I'm thinking, okay, you're now introducing a character... A planet, literally a planet level villain, right? A cosmic level villain. I'm like, okay, are you going to go the Galactus route in the old FF movies, make him like the storm cloud, right, in space? Or are you going to go all in and actually show him and how he looks like? I'm like, okay, visually, you made him look like he did. And he's not a celestial, by the way. That's something that you use in there. Celestial is another cosmic level being in the big cosmic level chain of things. So I think celestials are above ego, so to speak. But ego is still, to me, a cosmic level being that operates at a different level than your conventional planetary type villains, right? So he's absorbing the universe. I'm like, okay, that's, that's a big threat to me. I'm like, okay, that's, that's high stakes. Um, now the execution, all the things you mentioned about, I get that. And I, I agree that it's like, okay, well, how is he going to kill this guy? How come he's not aware? Um, I do agree with some of the jokes because some of them were going a little too far in terms of volume, or they're starting to become redundant. There's, there's one part you guys mentioned, it was when the Sovereign Queen was visiting that planet, and they're rolling up the carpet. Oh, yeah. And then they kept stopping for her. I'm like, okay, you did it once, and then they kept doing it again. I'm like, okay, yep. that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we know many. that she's like yeah. this big, that's huge. And I'm like, okay, even I thought, okay, enough enough is already. It's, okay. it's, it's a joke dragging off. It's yeah. literally yeah. dragging off with yeah, the carpet. It's literally dragging on, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, you showed her once that where they're all kind of walking eggshells around her, and then you kept dragging it up. All right, okay, that's fine. No, though, I loved her. Aisha? Yeah. Yeah. She I loved her. Character. Yeah. And she's actually, by the way, here's a trivia. She's actually a Marvel character yeah. that um, comes from, and this goes back to the Easter egg, um, is the twin of um, uh, of Adam Warlock. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, so they kind of redefined her character as this sovereign leader. And I actually should have recognized her as all gold. Like, oh, she should have, I should have caught that. But anyway, I'm glad I was surprised. Well, mm-hmm. I, so, what I liked about her was, although she was kind of, in some ways, it seemed totally correct and natural. Yeah, like, it was like, total comedic wasn't really, trying, yeah. but it was what it the was. The whole 80s arcade thing, I love that. It was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. Like the sounds. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, like all the the, the <laughs> bing, 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 and then the coin sounds. I, lo- I love that. Now, 
definitely back to the jokes. I'm like, wow, okay. A movie like Deadpool, you can go on volume because that's the way he is. He doesn't stop, right? So he's not going to land all of them, but that's just the way Deadpool is. He's just going to keep unloading on you. And this one, I'm like, gosh, too much danger face. Yeah. Um, there was one like it uh, wasn't different. It was the same joke that they dragged. Yeah, up, like, and then the, the, the penis joke that we kept going on, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's too much already. And then a few others, I'm like, okay, you gotta just stop there. Um, but I did like the banter. So kind of related to what Anthony said about it was nice to just see the characters. You've got the origin stuff out of the way. I just like to see them kind of banter now, mm-hmm. and they're very comfortable with each other. And they're gonna cap on each other, and I kind of like the beginning. I actually really like the beginning because mm-hmm. I thought it was just a lot of fun. I mean, I expected them, okay, you're going to have a typical introduction fight scene, they're all going to uh, hate on each other, and they're going to try to defeat this villain, but it wasn't actually about them. It, they're kind of in the background fumbling around and sort of capping at each other, which I thought was funny, and then, you know, you have Groot sort of introducing everybody. I'm like, okay, that's kind of, I actually enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I agree there. I, I uh, usually... It or a fight scene. I was expecting to just go in straight forward and then finish it off and be done with it. But it's like, okay, they're doing something different. And they're kind of using Groot to kind of do the cutesy thing. And then the, the guys in the background kind of fumbling around, which I, I kind of enjoy. Yeah, I mean, you, you get a whole big fight scene. Like, you like the whole thing scene with Groot? Me? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I like, no, I, I thought the joke dragged on too long, but I think I like the idea of the the the, the big fight that is usually a big your first big action set is in the background yeah. and you, yeah, they're not, it's not like you would spend yeah. a lot of money on that piece and they're like, no, let's just put it in the background. Let's show, show exactly. something in the foreground. It's a different way of shooting a, a scene. I like yeah. it. And, and I agree like oh, jokes like taser face and things like that. It's like, okay, you know, law of diminishing returns. I'll agree with you guys. Definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like the banter of everything. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind them capping each other. I don't mind them sort of going off and having these, relationships. I get where you guys can see where some of this stuff wasn't earned, but it didn't feel so far fetched to me like, oh wow, you you know, the whole father thing with you didn't couldn't came out of nowhere completely. I mean there was some stuff that was already in the first movie. It just didn't come like, oh, you have daddy issues with Yandu. No, it was sort of there before. So I, I can believe that we'll take it there. Um I did like the switch when when um What's his name? Kurt Russell said, oh, by the way, I gave your mom to, you know, a tumor and killed her. And then you immediately see Peter like, oh, gosh. And that will come up. I'm like, okay. I did like his switch. Exactly. I like his switch. switch where he just, like, what the heck? just goes off and shoots him. And I'm like, wow, that really showed your devotion to your mom, which was also alluded to in the first movie. That's not a switch. You know, that's kind of right. what you expect. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. If they yeah. pause and said, what do you think Peter will do next? Right. And I'm glad exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I'm, but I'm glad he did that. And I'm glad, kind of yeah. glad that was one of those things that set him off because, you know, he was already starting to fall victim to his father's, you know, uh, seduction, so to speak. He was like, Eternity. But it's just like classic villain, like, of course, I've got you in the ropes, now I'm going to give you this gun in your hand, I hope you don't shoot me, right. but he, he had no reason to tell him that he killed his mom. Well, yeah. But he's like, I need to, we need to make him angry, so what's the dumbest thing Eagle right. can say? Well, he's an egotistical. No. So, all that aside, I understand, I, I did, I actually like the music more for some reason in this movie, and I can't say I'm familiar with all the music, but for some reason it was just a lot of fun. Uh, one thing you guys didn't mention is the way they frame certain action sequences, which I thought were kind of innovative. So the beginning, where they're all circling in the background, and then they had Yondu shooting the arrow at all those guys, and then the the, the camera would pan above, and you see the path of yeah. kind of killing. So they did some kind of interesting and innovative action scenes, which I thought were kind of cool in, yeah. in terms of, oh, okay, they're not just going to show them straight forward. They're going to show the arrow going by, and then they're doing some other like sound effects. 
you know, like an arcade. Yep. Oh, I like the, the, I like the action overall. So I, I did yeah. like the way they frame certain things. Um, and I kind of, this is where I was like with Kai, I'm like, I, I don't know whether I like this movie more or less than the first, because I'm trying to balance it out with the novelty of the first. Because you're never going to overcome the novelty. That's a really hard thing to do with what Anthony said. Um, but, you know, it's almost like maybe the first one just squeaks by a little bit. Not because I dislike the second, but if I had to make a choice. Um, but I still enjoyed this movie overall. A lot of things you guys mentioned, um, aside from Anthony, um, I, I understand and I, I don't disagree. It just didn't bother me as much. You know what? I'm like, okay. I'm, I don't, it, doesn't, it didn't bother me. I'd like to call it the fact that I, I think that they completely could have overcome the novelty at first. And I know a lot of people. Oh, every, every, yeah, yeah. it's possible. I'm it, not saying it's impossible. Well, Marvel has shown that they can, and I'm not saying that the second movies were better than the first, but things like Iron Man. We went from Tony Stark's Iron Man 1, other than him showing up and quipping everywhere, they showed a real development, real growth, real change in the character, and they did overdo the jokes of technology too much. Um, so same movies went downhill, though. This, 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 that's what I'm saying, yeah. is that, that you know, if James Gunn wrote it, and he's going to edit it, he seems to lack a sense of, of balance too much, too far, etc. Yeah. And, and, and like that, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> like overboard on his own stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like that. It, it, it's totally fair, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and I'll, and I'll say, like, I was also trying to nit, not nitpick, but, like, pick out, like, okay, where's the Easter egg coming from, right? So the whole thing with Stallone, I was like, I can't hear your name. You look familiar, but they, those guys are actually the original Guardians of the Galaxy team. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, they teased okay. oh. So Michelle Yeoh was one of, they changed their character. In the book, she's a blonde-haired uh, yeah, hot and bow. Yeah, nice. they Asianized but, her. But they, they, made her, they, and they made her emo. <laughs> so I didn't even know who it was until I had to go back to forums. I'm like, oh, that's the original team. Because, okay, Stallone, Starhawk, I kind of recognize it from the shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. And I'll have to look at the screenshot again because they showed the original team. Mm-hmm. And so there was kind of teasing. Like, this is the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, this is the movie version of them. I would not have I'm like, that's kind of cool that they probably changed a lot of their looks um, and the way they look. Um, and the big Easter egg at the end was, and the first person I thought of was Kai, because I'm like, okay, here it is. And I looked at my buddy, who was also a comic fan, and when they showed the cocoon, I'm like, oh, they acknowledge Adam Warlock, yeah. um, who was a very, very important character in the whole original Thanos Infinity Gauntlet story. Yeah. You know, it, evolved, it revolves around him and Thanos, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that they finally acknowledged this character, I'm like, there it is. However, the news yes. is that he won't be in that movie. Yeah. I don't Red- think he'll be in it. I don't think he'll be in it at all. So, yeah. I'm guessing he'll be in the second Avengers movie after that one, mm-hmm. and maybe they'll tease him at the end. But they'll you also know, use him in the other one. Point. That's uh-huh. that's my guess. Because I think in the original um, Infinity War, he he was like the general. He basically got. Well, he has to. He's he was the main he's, character. He and Thanos are the main characters. Yeah. Everybody else is like bottom. But he didn't really do anything. He just kind of stood out inside watching. Goes, this is what's gonna happen next. Well, yeah, right. Because it's a cosmic level, level interaction. Level. He, he acts and operates differently, right? Yeah. So he. So I'm, I'm so I, the first one I thought of, okay, Kai, great. We finally acknowledged because we're both cosmic fans. Like Adam Warlock is alive, um, and here he is, so to speak. Um, that was the Easter egg that was most important that I liked. So, Can you go through the rest of the? Because I don't think I got them. It's been a while. I don't remember. There was like five, so, right? They had teenage group, which I'm like, ah, I prefer baby group more. Yeah. Okay, because okay. you know? right. I don't want an emo group. I don't need to. I don't need teenage yeah. rebellious. I'm, I'm glad that Groot is growing though. Like I didn't want him to stay baby. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of fast me, but I understand. Yeah. I did like the Stanley Watcher one. I thought that was cool. Oh, yeah, they yeah. should have made him a Watcher, or maybe he didn't want to be a Watcher. That that, that in itself was cool to see the Watchers because they exist now in yeah. the Marvel universe. I yeah. knew they existed, but 
to, to see actual That's one of the only ones I got from stuff right. that they told but me. Not, <laughs> show, like, it, visual confirmation that they exist? Great. They, I thought yeah. their heads would be bigger. They were about right. They were kind of big. They were about right. They were big, and, and I, I thought they'd be. Cool. And I thought that's a very appropriate cameo for Stan to be like, "Hey, I'm going to tell you a story with the Watchers." I'm like, that's cool. Well, that's, that's running. That's messed up. Yeah, yeah, it's a running joke. They didn't actually make him the Watcher. They're saying he might be because you think he's the same character in all yeah, the movies. But yeah. they they didn't really did confirm they messed, up, big, they messed so. up that timeline though, right? A little. Because it, Guardians of the Galaxy two happens three months after Guardians of the Galaxy. Civil War happens way after that, and Stan Lee mentions, "Oh, I dropped off a FedEx box to Tony Stark." Oh. Right? Oh, no, yeah. he he yeah. he goes on to say that that was an oversight. Right? Yeah. He admitted to it. Yeah, he admitted to it. You kind of say like the the Earth bound timeline is different from the space bound timeline. Sure, like, sure. You can say like you know something happened in space. Or 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 his character transcends the timeline. Exactly. Yeah, you can say stuff like that. Yeah, so sure. that that didn't bother me at all. Like whether he admits it or not, it's like whatever. It's a cameo. I'm not gonna get yeah. Worked up over that, but anyway, that's kind of what I felt overall. I mean, yeah. well, guys, since you walk, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your number? Um, I'll probably give it uh, like a seven point eight. Oh, that's wow! High. Hey, whoa! Yeah, hey, right. I was hovering between seven point five and seven point eight. I was expecting seven, but that's wow. pretty high for you. Yeah, okay. Because I, I, I again, there was a lot of visual creativity. I really like that. C- cinemographic creativity, yeah. uh, but just poor storytelling and poor plot. Yeah. And okay. so, fair. Right. You know, it's not a movie that it wouldn't help people to see, but it's certainly not something that would look for good examples in, besides yeah. the cinematography. So. All right. All right. Fair. Yeah. Nice. All right. Thank you. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Um, mostly aligning with uh, Anthony, but I get you guys' feelings about it. I don't disagree. It just didn't bother me that much. Yeah. Like, uh, I just like hanging out with the gang. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool to have around. I think a lot of it was just how much I was. I was blown away by the first one. Yeah, I, I really, like that was like one of my. I think that was my favorite movie of the year. That year that it came out. Yeah. Um, I and like uh, for me personally, that's why this kind of, kind of <clears throat> let me down. Is I was expecting too much. I think. Well, you know what you're saying about hanging out the gang, and I think Anthony was saying the same thing. That's that's almost exactly what I want. I felt like I was going too far in the movie, and all I'm doing is hang out the gang. Like guys, do something. Uh, you oh, know, I, I, I want to hang out with the gang. Because I, I don't yeah, I agree. Maybe my expectations are different. Like, I just want to hang out with the gang. I yeah. feel like the way that they killed uh, Eagle was so generic, but at that point, I didn't care. I was like, please, guys, just kill him off already. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and when yeah, Eagle yeah. turned evil, it was kind of generic, too. Like, I was like, yeah, he just flipped evil. I was yeah. like, okay, that's fine. Let's get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Mantis, by the way, is definitely different than the comic book, for sure. That's so not even Mantis, yeah. Even the creator came out and said, Steve Eckelhart said, that's not my Mantis. I enjoyed the movie version, but that's not my Mantis. So, yeah. yeah. Just, just throwing it out there. Yeah. And the you know, thing, too, that, that kind of bothered me, too, was that because it was so kind of casual hanging out of the gang, more of what we saw in the first one, I felt that it lacked, it, it lacked a real level of some kind of complexity. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't, I know it's supposed to try to reach audience of all ages, mm-hmm. but I still want movies to sort of respect my intelligence. Yeah. And, and infer a lot of things that are a bit more complex and not so drawn out. Yeah, but everything here was, Put you on the platter, and that whole PowerPoint presentation that guy said. It felt like when we ran like a PowerPoint presentation. A lot of exposition yeah. to just explain it. stuff to you. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't so organic or natural. Now, again, it felt it was a good time. In, in a it, lot was, of ways, it was a good right? time. Yeah. I'm spending more time talking about negatives because I wanted it to be at least on me. Yeah, a strong impression because the person was 
So sort of unique. It really was a unique. Was. Yeah. It did have complexity, like the relationships in the first one, they're very complex. It did. And the characters are more, I felt like they, they were, they weren't putting it like just in your face. They were, you kind of had to, you saw it in them, but they didn't like make it so right. like, direct. But in this one you have, I just want a sister. He's not your daddy. Yeah, they you make know, it too. Like, you know, it's yeah. just so, <laughs> there you go, you get it. Yeah. There yeah. you go. And, yeah. and I felt like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I kind of got it already. You don't have to. Beat you over the head. Yeah, I mean, I mean, after watching movies like Civil War, I mean, you know, it, it, it's hard to go back to very simple Marvel movies. I mean, because Civil War did such a good good job of writing that line of, ooh, you know, do I side with? There's some good debates. Yeah, who do I side with? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it respected <laughs> the intelligence yep, of the viewer. Exactly. And exactly. nobody complained about it. And, and this is what I understand: no matter who the audience made for, you can capture the young adult. It'll still be really smart, but mm-hmm. you don't really have to dumb it down or resort to sort of like side tracks. Yeah. Right? Anyway. Even though it wasn't bad overall, I mean, I I feel like they could have, I feel like they missed the opportunity. Like said, I think the so. The first one where they did such a good job. But yeah, if I can, like, I don't think this is worse than, like, you know, like, sure. Suicide's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so your rating would be? Uh, man, I, I give it a pretty low. I give it, I mean, like, Let's say six point five. Wow! Yeah. And I think it's a good factor for me because you loved Guardians. Yeah, it was, it's a steeper drop. I had for you. too high hopes for it. I mean, that's it's kind of unfair hopes I think as a audience that I put on it. But uh, yeah. wow! So I would have given it a six point nine. Um, and what it comes down to is, I think that it's going to be just like this conversation. Roughly half think one way, half think another. Um, that it's a movie. I would recommend it cautiously. I'd consider who I'm recommending it to because of sort of how we generally thought it was entertaining slash good, but had significant reservations about certain aspects of it. And so I couldn't give it a seven, but I couldn't fast enough to give it a lower six. Yeah. And uh, that's his point. Yeah. Oh. I'm in the same boat, 6.5. You know? Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I would just mainly tell people to watch it just because... It's in the Marvel Universe, and, you know, I would pretty much watch anything that's not terrible in the Marvel Universe. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and like you said, it's a good time, but, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like this franchise is designed to be a good time. I don't think the other, maybe aside from Iron Man, right, this movie is literally designed to have, be a good time. I mean, the, the down to the music, yeah. to the... the the jokes of it, you know, everything's so kind of fun outside ride. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It, it kind of sits outside of the main mm-hmm. Marvel continuity, right? So it's designed to have a good time. So based on that, I would say, yeah, it, it's it's still not good enough to overcome its weaknesses, especially on those uh, relationships, which yeah. I feel like that's what made the first one really, really great. I think that's a fantastic statement that you said, though, that Guardians of the Galaxy is designed to be a good time. I think in yeah. some ways that trap mentally allows me to give it more leeway. Mm-hmm. But you're absolutely right. I think that's what's supposed to be. I think that, that's what needs to continue being in the show. It's supposed to be a fun movie. Yeah. It to, they're all fun movies, but this one's supposed to be like really fun. Yeah. yeah. This is supposed to be the fun franchise yeah. in MCU. Like, okay. If you don't watch any other Marvel movies, you can watch this one and not have to worry about continuity on the characters. I just want to watch this. Story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, true, true. Yeah. Right? Maybe, maybe they positioned it that way. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. 
Anthony? I'm looking at the spreadsheet real quick. What the hell? Wait, so you like Iron Man 2 better than this movie, Nick? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Iron Man Thor uh, and Thor 2 better than this movie. I actually like Iron Man 3 better than this movie. Well, I do. Uh, I did, I, I did uh, too. Iron Man 2, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Let me, let me oh, think, let me think, let me think. I put, what did, what did I rate it at? Oh, did I rate Iron it? Iron Man 2, you gave it a 7.5. Oh. You, you give Origin a 7.5. You know what it is? It's, I, in my mind, I would say that they're about, the, to me, they're about the same quality, like how much I like them. But with the disappointment factor, I rate this one lower because okay. I, I like Guardians 1 so much that I, that this that's one let me down. That's that's too, made yeah. lower for me. It's in context. Yeah, that's yeah, why. Context is the word. And I liked Iron Man one a lot, but uh, Iron Man two let me down. That's probably why I gave it a seven point five two. On its own, it's probably good. <laughs> I don't know. You think right. your rating system's messed up too? Uh, <laughs> messed up. Uh, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it an eight because uh, yeah, like I said, I liked it better than Doctor Strange. Like easily. <laughs> Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. I'm good with Anthony on this, surprisingly. Today's been a weird one. Well, I, 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 normally, you know, I debate with Anthony a lot of stuff, but I've kind of been lying with him. I actually, I was, I'm surprised that he was so high on this. You, I, I expected Anthony to be, like, really low on this, to be honest. Yeah. Do you also give it an 8? Yeah, I'll give it an 8. Because I, I, I was entertained. I, I get things that you guys said, yep. but I'm like, eh, I was hanging out with the gang, it was fun, I enjoyed the music, you know. No big deal. Part yeah. of my, I didn't go. I didn't go into this movie like thinking like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to watch this." Like, not that I wasn't looking forward to it, but I'm looking more forward to more like Thor three based on what I've seen and Wonder Woman. Huh. But I, I go into Guardians thinking, "Oh, okay, I'm just gonna have a good time. I'm gonna have fun." You know what I mean? I'm, I don't have this like, "Oh gosh, I freaking love the first one. I gotta go in the second one." And, and maybe that's why. Like, so I go in thinking like, "Ah, it'll be a good time. And I'm gonna enjoy it." For what it is, and for all its warts and, and, and you know, good and bad. Here we go. So how I walked into it, I didn't walk out of it really feeling anything, besides a little bit of disappointment. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. I didn't even have an idea that I was just like, oh, it makes me ponder the idea or sense of something about a storyline and character or where it's going to go. In a lot of ways, I don't even really care. It lost me. It lost me along the way in a lot of parts. It felt more or less what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. And but, I actually went in expecting a lot because their reviews were actually quite good. Though. Yeah, did first one? Did you guys like the first one a lot? Or I did. did. I think it's very good. I did enjoy the first one, but it's not my. But talk. it's a toss up between this one and that one, huh? You guys? Yeah. Did, did I review the first one? You let's see. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, not. Iron Man Two is better, Anthony, than this one. No, what? Yeah, so you put on your spreadsheet. Oh, you this was better than I mean Iron Man Two. <laughs> yeah. 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 Number easy. Yeah, by the way, the yeah, more I watch the Wonder Woman premium, I'm like, she's just a woman, Captain America. <laughs> That's what I told. That's what I was telling in the yeah, yeah. But all the reviews are saying this is actually, you know, Except she's hot. Different, but that's all different. Chris There's Pine a, is Peggy it, Carter, it, right? Oh, Chris Pine is Peggy Carter in in this version, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's exactly, exactly what he is. The thing is, they've actually made her a hero based on early reviews, and it has more more in line with the Richard Donner Superman of, hey, we're not ashamed to be a hero, and we're going to be own it, but we're not going to be naive about it either. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's good. Because I'm, I'm sick and tired of you, DC, you know, uh, stomping on your heroes yeah. and making them like... The villains are kind of bad. Oh, sorry, the heroes are kind of bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so all the reviews have been wondering, I'm, like, I'm actually looking forward to that one more. Huh. Whereas Guardians, I was kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy it. I'm just going to have a good time. I felt like they're all like, how could you make it more boring than World War II? Oh, go to World War One. <laughs> <laughs> how could you make it more? 
Next one, Civil War. <laughs> so the early reviews are out. Yeah, they've been, they've been, they've been good. They've been very positive. All the things. Not without some issues that have been consistent, but not enough to like, wow, yeah. sink the movie. Everybody's saying this is like, what is it? One headline I saw was uh, Wonder Woman's the best movie of the DCU. I was like, oh yeah, so. That's a yeah, anything. Anything. anything could be. That's not saying a lot. So they should, leave with that. they should not lead with that. They should yeah. say, look, it corrected the issues, and this is, they're saying it's far and away. Are you as up to, like, you know as much about the Wonder Woman storyline as like you do as about Marvel and all that? Because I don't know. The only thing I know is like what I, I saw know. from like the Linda Carter TV show. <laughs> kind of. It's, it's, oh, it's I don't think I was born when that was. <laughs> Which I watched live. Wonder Woman <laughs> is not that complex, even in storylines. You know, but they, they yeah. keep they keep changing a lot of times. They do, they and they've so made hard. major changes. It's hard to kind of keep up. Years. Yeah, and, they, and there's always depending on who writes it, they always flip flop between. Is she really a peacekeeper, or is she a warrior willing to kill? And it's like people are sort of like always swinging between the two, and it's like you know where where does she lean more? So I think she should be a cold heart killer. <laughs> I could get on board. There was one review I thought he, he encapsulated right quite well, but maybe I'll save that for the podcast. All right. He's like she will go out of her way to rescue people and minimize casualties, but she's not afraid to oh, yeah. take lives if she has to, but that's a last resort. That's what Captain America does. Wrap it up. Yeah. Should we wrap up this part? We can talk afterwards. <laughs> yes, you can wrap it up. Um, yeah, that's my final review. Uh, or my score. Alright. Okay. So Nick? Good job, Nick. Uh, you did nice your job. job. Oh, yeah, wrap it up. Huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I think we had another good installment. I, this was a very surprising day. The most surprising thing is how uh, Anthony got along with it. What Arthur was saying, I was listening to Kai and kicked it off. I'm like, dude, I can't believe I am a, in my, my mind. I'm agreeing with everything he's saying. Like, What's going on? And he still gave it a 7.8. Yeah, no, this that's the one. You guys can agree with each other, but with Kai, with, I was like, whoa. Nobody ever agreed. I will think deep to criticize. And and he didn't even go. Yeah, he didn't even go that deep in his criticism. He didn't get scathing. I was like, where's the uh, where's the rants? I was like, getting ready to cut him off. The timing, but didn't have to. But to me, that means it's surface level, not issues, but sentiments that yeah. went on a certain amount of your, a good amount of your life. Yeah. Right. So. Great. Oh, okay. Fine. you got to pick the next host. Oh. Uh, what's the next movie? If that's what we agree on. The next host. Oh, Either way. Ronald, have you next? hosted? I'm going to have Ronald host the next one. All right. uh, whichever movie. movie. All DC right. movie, okay. DC movie yeah. should be wrong. Well, there it is. Woman, and, uh, woman it is. Yeah. The DC movie should be wrong. Thank you for anyone who might DC be listening. Uh, uh, Evan only, thanks for listening. Ev- Our only for- fan. Yeah, Evan Parthenesby, thank you for listening to this. Yeah, this part's like we call out some of our listeners. Shout out to Evan. Uh-huh. Who actually listened to our Doctor Strange podcast uh-huh. and enjoyed it. Yeah. And went through the whole thing. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being our one and only. Thanks, fan appreciation. He's used, used to my boss, you know, so he's got good taste. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. I guess we'll end it there. Nice job. Signing out. Okay. See you guys. Yeah. Thank you.